0: Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. My name is Noor, and let me tell you guys, I am extremely above normal level of excitement. Uh, like I would say, exponentially excited for this week's guest. She is a Colombian-Brazilian TikTok creator. She is an InStyle magazine host. She is truly the only person who matters on TikTok, I would say. Welcome to the podcast, Teffi Pessoa.
1: Yay! Everybody, sit down. Oh my god, I'm just a person. <laughs> I'm just a person. How? Yeah. I got that from Conan O'Brien because he get, did this like documentary. I freaking love Conan. He's a. And, uh, ups- you can tell he's like. An asshole, but from the, oh, yeah. the I know, I love him, and he <laughs> he has this like documentary of him going on tour, and it says like these super small towns, and he lands off a plane, and it's completely empty.
0: I feel like and, I've seen. Was this like a long time? Like
1: was this long like? Time ago, yes, 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 yes. Plane, like everybody, stand back! I'm a human being just like you. I literally say that all the time. Like I'll step into an Olive Garden, and I'll be like, everybody, stand back! I'm a person.
0: You're like, And everyone in Olive Garden is just like, ma'am, do you have breadsticks?
1: They're like, okay, uh, and leave. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I mean, I, it's so crazy, though, like the random shit through like pop culture and like all these people on TV and their personalities and then these phrases that they say that really stick with us. And then it, it makes no sense. And then you say it and no one knows what the fuck you're talking about, because this is an issue that I have where I just will quote. TV shows that no one cares about and no one knows what I'm talking about, and I'm like, it's funny, and they're like, well, you're you're saying nonsense,
1: like Sanasa. It's the simple life <laughs> was everything to me, Sanasa.
0: Oh my god, the simple. I feel like the simple life was very much like a fever dream, yes, in the best way possible. But yes. like, also reality TV in that time dream. was <laughs> something else.
1: The Ugly Duckling or what, to, to Perfect Swan or something. The Biggest Loser. Those like plastic surgery shows were crazy. What Not to Wear. Um, it was like,
0: just bullying on television. That's, that's I, what it was. Televised bullying.
1: I I ate it up. Survivor. Like those people are starving. <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> they're starving. These people are not okay. But I feel like there is a certain kind of like, like people in the 70s and the 80s and the in the nineties, like they saw a certain kind of television, but I feel like in the two thousands, we really started to like mess with like, what if we changed the trajectory of someone's life via trauma and just like broadcasted it to over 10 million homes more or more a night. And we were like, that sounds fucking great. And they're yeah. like, but the Truman show was so awful. And I, and we were like, yeah serve it up. Super size me, dude. So we like would watch these shows and even like American idol or, um, any of the, uh, competition shows, like meet Joe millionaire with the stars. These like, these like sad sob stories has like before there was like trying to reel us in, but now it's fucked with our level of empathy in such a way that like with the gore, the sex and these sob stories that we hear all the time, like we feel nothing. For people. Oh,
0: it's <laughs> we're so desensitized to like suffering, pain, like we're just like oh, like what is this like an episode of America's Next Top Model?
1: Literally, the only way that
0: and that today, show Stacey, fucked
1: me up. That show fucked me up absolutely. Today, Stacey, you're an African American woman.
0: <laughs> like I, I know you're you're the whitest human being who's ever walked this earth, but yes. today. You're African-American. They right were
1: going to do an eating disorder photo shoot. You why? are. Why? Lenient. I know. So terrible. The only way that I can cry now on the internet is if I see like a red panda, like, frolicking <laughs> around. Stop. And you know why I cry? I'm like, you're going to die soon. We're ruining the earth. You're. It's over for you, dude. I know. Literally. It's everything else on TV was just so, it's also crazy to me too, because like we are, we were talking a little bit before the recording. We are children of the internet. Mm-hmm. So we remember, we're the last generation that re- remember the way it was and the way that it is. The dial-up sound. Like the way that we used to communicate with one another. Like we remember, we remember the way it was.
0: Oh and yeah. We- like there was no texting. It was like AIM. Yeah. It was like MSN Messenger. It was like.
1: Not, but even before that, like we had letters. <laughs> like we- Did you ever have a pen pal? Did I ever have a pen pal? Are you joking? You're I like, can't. I had I can't so fuck many. Fuck up. Yes, absolutely. I had. A, I had so many pen pals. So many pen pals, and I remember like it was like the light of my life. I felt like I was on Little House in the Prairie. Like so wholesome, so sweet. And then um, I remember the first time I got aim, I went right, right to the chat room, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. right to the chat room, and okay, it was like, like I'm twelve.
1: And it was like sexy teens. And I was like, there I am.
0: Yep. That's <laughs> for me. That's the room for us. We're the sexy teens. Am. am I
1: 10 years old? Maybe. And what's crazy to me is that I use my actual photos. I was like, these bitches were on the catfish game so early. Uh, because that's a thing. No
0: one knew. Like these, no. Also, those people who are catfishing, they were very ahead of their time. Very. They, very ahead of their time because... I was just like, "Oh, you are talking to me on AIM. I don't know who you are, but you're showing me a photo. So this is obviously you, and there's no doubt in my
1: mind." Actually, what's funny about Catfish is that I met Neve recently. Super what? nice guy. That's yeah. incredible. But we—he was—he ran the the Boston, the um, New York City Marathon, and I know him from a friend of a friend. We showed up, and he was like, "Fine or whatever." But what's funny to me is that we were at a table at this bar, and like, I mean, like thirty minutes. Whatever. Because um, I'm a sleepy baby and I have to go to sleepies. Okay? Same, same,
0: same, same, same. So,
1: um, We have bedtime. Sitting down and we're all just like chatting. Basically, I'm also asking the people that he ran the marathon with, like, how the fuck was it? Like, incredible. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, I have a full-time job. I have three kids and a spouse. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, And you still have energy? Whatever. Anyway, so. Could it be I- me? I'm a mother of a tabby. I work from home. I work on the internet. I, I I agree that I work very hard, but I and I'm deep, but I'm depleted. I only have one of those things. I have a full time job, and I'm depleted. But anyway, so I'm talking to Neve or whatever, and he's so nice, so kind, so weirdly normal <laughs> because you've been watching him on TV for so long. Yeah. This group of girls comes up to the table, and I can see him like kind of sitting up straight, and he's they're like hi, and he's like hi guys, and you, and. And they're like, are, are you Teffy? And he looked at me and I was like, wait, 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 wait!" I'm not. And he's like, and they asked to take a picture or whatever, which is amazing. Like, hello. I just made like new friends. That's incredible. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, who the fuck are you? And yeah. Like, yeah. TikTok, dude. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. I just, I, I like, talk. And people that's my demographic right there like don't like you're still you're still cool please don't worry like you're you're rock and roll like you're an og rock and roller but I'm just on the ticker talker you know you they are see on me the ticker Historian. <laughs> people are like is it true is it true oh this is gonna kill you is it true that you that you saw mean girls in theater
0: who the fuck said that to you so many girls I've so seen so uh, I've many seen, girls not only I've did I see Not only did I see it in the theater, I saw it in the $1 theater and I will never forget it. I will never forget it. And it was disgusting, but I just remember being like, this is the best movie ever. And then I had it on VHS. No one knows what the fuck that is. And I would watch it every day after school because I had to memorize the entire
1: movie for no reason. Why did I I get Blu-ray? Why did I get Blu-ray? Why did I? So, so bad, Uh, Uh, so but yeah I saw I saw Legally Blonde for my 10th grade birthday with my girlfriend in 2001 and I remember the tickets were two bucks each
0: Uh, like that's what I'm saying it was a simpler time
1: I sound like my mom when we go get coffee at Starbucks and my mom's Colombian so I'll be like oh it's 22 bucks she's like we got two cups of coffee and I'm like yeah it's 22 bucks she's like Eso no pasa in Colombia. Like, this isn't happening. In Miami, there's this... Uh, I'm from Miami. Yeah. Um, there's this thing that Cuban people say all the time. I'm not Cuban, but they raised me. I feel like Mowgli, okay? Right, right, right. Raised <laughs> me. Okay? I want to be like them, okay? And they, um, they... Like, you would get, like, groceries. Right. And they'd be like, how much is this... Um, I want to say aguacate. That's not what it is. An avocado. <laughs> how much? Oh, I, my Hilaria Baldwin moments. How do you say cucumber? Okay. So, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm American. I was born in America. I know how to say um, avocado or whatever. That and-
0: video, honestly, like I rewatched good- it so many times because I was like, why would she say that? Why would she say that? Why would she say that? English oh is her first language. Why would she say that?
1: Bad English, too, from Boston. What? Like, get Wait, out of here.
0: Literally, why would you say that? That's a crazy thing to say.
1: The people in, in Miami would say, like, um, like, oh, the avocado is $2, like $4. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, what? And, and they're like, eso no pasa en Cuba. This never <laughs> happened in Cuba. This would never happen in Cuba. And let's get back to the good old days when an avocado was $0.25. Cents.
0: I mean, listen, I will say I have come to terms with the fact that I – I'm an elderly woman. And I mean that in, in the best way possible. Like I, I look very young, so I'm happy about it. You know what I mean? Like that's a dream. You want to be an old person, like in the body of someone who doesn't look, you know, as old as they believe that they are. Cause I am like 100 years old, but yeah, like you, you, I'm grow up, you're what, what
1: 99 years old. So,
0: Oh yes. Yeah. So you're, you're one year younger than me. Yes. Um, your baby, but no, like honestly, like I don't, I still feel like, very youthful, but then things like that happen where I go to a coffee shop or I go to a restaurant and I'm like, why the fuck is avocado toast $15? I can buy a bag of bread and avocados and radish and fucking with the best olive oil and make 100 avocado toasts and I can't eat, I can't eat the avocado toast. I literally physically cannot order it. I can't do it.
1: Flavorless. It's flavorless. It's flavor. It's having no flavor for $15. If I have to put my own pink Himalayan salt on it, it's not good. It's not exactly. good. Exactly. Isn't we the should the way- have
0: to carry salt around
1: exactly like my beautiful ancestors wanted you to have this avocado they gave it to you they died they for you to have this avocado they
0: literally died
1: for you to have avocados and what do you do you upcharge it and leave it saltless ah, unbelievable turn is spinning in their graves or whatever that it is. whatever <laughs> it is
0: you're doing something fucked up in their graves right now
1: pretty sure my ancestors are greek but whatever <laughs> I'm <laughs> pretty sure. But whatever. did
0: you t- ever do like a 23andMe? Like a I, I did it. I had a
1: mental fucking breakdown. Yes, I had a mental fucking breakdown. Why, why, why? Because, so my mom is Colombian, my dad's Brazilian. I don't know about my dad's side of the family that much, and I don't like, think he does either. And my mom, and I know everything about my mom's side of the family. Like, I know way too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she she intended that. Like, I always say, like, if my mom, God forbid died tomorrow. Like I, I have no questions or like I, there's no stories anybody could tell me that I didn't know, you know, with yeah. my dad, he could, they could literally tell me like, did you know his eyes had a little brown in them? I'd be like, what? <laughs> like so
0: we <laughs> are like, this is, this is news to me.
1: So I was so curious about like half of my DNA. So I got a 23 and me and I made my brother, my sister and my mom do it right, so right, that right. we can all like, uh, collectively look at it together and I get it back and I'm like, sixteen f- percent f- Native American, and I'm like, oh, oh. Okay. Indigenous, yeah, Indigenous, yeah, um, like Latin, whatever, and then like seventy percent uh, European, <laughs> and I was like, that's a big old chunk, and then the rest is African, but I'm, but I think it's because of the Moors, like Spain, and yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So um, I'm looking, and I'm like, I'm looking at the map, and Colombia and Brazil are in question marks. And I'm like, what, what? And they're like, we see you have like some roots here, but you're really like, um, the majority of you is from Portugal. And it's so weird because the majority of my brother is actually, um, Colombian and Spain. And my sister what? is like, has more Greek. I know it's so crazy how crazy, and we all have the same, uh, mother and father. So I'm, and I just have the most Portuguese and you can tell by my ingrown hairs on my bikini line. Wait, what am I
0: Portuguese? Time. Because
1: I'm like, I, should I take one of these tests? Right no, I'm telling you, the the test though is crazy because I also got the health. Oh no, that shit's scary. And it is scary, but it is also like they have some, they have things like, do you like crazy, crazy, um, they shouldn't know these things. Like <laughs> is your, is your second toe longer no. than you're, yeah. And they know, or they're like, do you, you grew up with a unibrow or whatever? Or like you, um, are sensitive. You sneeze in the sunlight. They know What's that the
0: actual fuck. No, that's really scary. I don't know. That feels unsettling to me. And I don't want it to be like, you're oh. sitting in your bed right now, recording a podcast with Teffy, aren't you? And I'm like, you,
1: Oh, I had a meeting with somebody. I had a meeting with somebody. I'm, uh, like a, a biz meeting, and I. Uh, made a sex joke, because <laughs> that's what I do. That's what you should do. <laughs> and hope I, get the, I hope I get the job, but whatever. Um, and this person is, like, pretty crazy in the tech world. It's not Elon Musk. Or Jeff
0: like, Musk. It's Jeff Bezos, 100%. would had a remember. meeting with Jeff Bezos, and then...
1: No, because I'd be like, Jeff, put your shirt on. Why is he always... What's,
0: I don't know. I find him just generally... I feel unsettled. I do feel like he's an evil villain. He looks like an evil villain, and... He does do evil villain things, so it's all leading to – it's giving evil.
1: And I've zoomed in on the chest. He's not Portuguese.
0: (laughs) You're like, (laughs) me? Portuguese. His chest?
1: Oh, yes. Absolutely not. But anyway, so I'm with this tech guy, and he's like, we have tech, like, uh, about launching my own stuff or whatever. And he's like, "Um, we have technology that is able to kind of, like, pinpoint demographics and, like – all day, all night, um, like making sure this website or whatever, basically saying like, we don't need people or like focus groups really anymore. It's just like the computer kind of generates all this information. And he was like, um, some of this technology was like target got sued for it because target has these people, like the smartest minds in the world constantly. So like, if you walk in, they know basically what you want, what you're going to be guided to before you even do, because they're looking that you've looked at the colors you've looked at this the smells you've been smelling that everything everything you've been eating everything you've been scrolling at everything everybody you've been talking to so they can and they and target got sued because his father went in with his 15 year old daughter to pick something up and she started getting this baby stuff in the mail and he sued them because they found they found out she was pregnant before the girl did
0: what the actual fuck is going on Target knows that.
1: And it's not just Target, it's everybody. And I was like, that's insane. And I was like, that reminds me of the social media documentary. Yeah, yeah. Where they have like the avatar of you. He's like, that's incredibly real. I was like, I wanna meet mine. He's like, no, you don't. I'm like, she's unhappy. (laughs) She's not happy. Is she happy? Is she she prettier than me? Are you telling me that she can't, she doesn't have any senses and she's still unhappy? Like all I want when people are like, can I get you anything? I'm like a lobotomy, (laughs) like like at the restaurant. And you're telling me that even the lobotomized lobotomized version of me is like, this sucks.
0: Fuck. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I would be scared to meet mine. Mine would just be, I would imagine very annoying because based off of my Google search history that every now and then I look at it and I'm like, no one should ever fucking see this. Like never. Like the amount of times I Google, where does your tongue rest in your mouth is not normal. It's yeah. the top of your mouth, guys. It's the top of your fucking mouth.
1: Um, yeah. My FBI guy, whoever's watching me, is like, God, she's always looking at monostat. She just needs to go to the doctor. God damn it. She's, oh, she's Googling garlic again. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, but also I kind of want to know, what's the sex joke that you made during this tech meeting or okay, the business so meeting?
1: I was talking about, oh my God, I wish my manager was on this call. Actually, let's see if I can call her because she does it really well. Oh she, my God. She is, she tells everybody, she's like, and then she, she says, hold on. <laughs> Let me see.
0: Let me I'm see. like, I, I love that. You're like, I need to, I need to phone a friend. This feels like a reality a TV friend. show. <laughs> this is real life. This okay. is real life guys. It's not
1: fake. Let me see if she answers. Can you hear
0: her? Can you hear her? I feel like right? we're going to prank call her. I don't know why. I feel like we should be like, is this a jelly bean shop? Like, in an accent.
1: Hello, Gabby. Sorry. Hello. Hi. Hi. Okay. I'm on a podcast right now. You're on speaker. Okay. So, I didn't, I didn't say hi. Say hi. Hi. This is my manager. She's also my friend of many years. So she manages me. And also we talk so much shit, but anyway, so, um, Uh I'm telling her about a meet. I was in a meeting recently and I made a sex joke. Do you remember? Oh, which one? The peepee. We were in a meeting with executives and she's like, you know, like, do I tell the story Duffy? Yeah. Tell the story. Oh my god! It's like you know, totally. Like everyone, when you have a hangover moment the next morning, you're kind of like kicking yourself. Like, why did I drink so much? Oh, so much anxiety. Why do I feel like shit? I'm gonna give up alcohol. Or why did I show somebody my pee that I didn't want to? And I was like, I literally kicked her leg, and I was like, pee at a movie? This a of people. And I said, the, he said the F word two times. I counted. I can say pee-pee. Yeah, you you can, can say pee-pee. I yeah, was like, stop it, not in front of guests. <laughs> I I <from> really. company. <laughs> oh my God. She was like, what, did you make a sex joke? I was like, I made a sex joke at a meeting or whatever. And she was like, before we continue, like, what was it? I was like, I have to call Gabby.
0: <laughs> we, she's like, I need to phone a friend.
1: <laughs> okay, I love you. Now, now I think she does it on purpose. I like, do. Um, yeah, but it's like every meeting, like a little something. A little you pee-pee. guys when you're like, hmm The sag joke. Like, oh, we we're, were like Oh, the sag joke. Oh <laughs> recently I was with some movie producers and they asked me if I was sag and I said, No, I'm a cancer. That was Please, please, please. <laughs> <That was> embarrassing. <laughs> you're like, actually. You're like, why are you? It was very exciting. It was very it's very exciting stuff. But Gabby, I have to hang out because I have to do the podcast for real now. <laughs> okay.
0: Bye, Bye Gabby. You. Bye. What did you say? Oh, no. I have no idea what I was saying, but you mentioning horoscopes. Oh, yeah. I, I want to let you know, Tuffy. Uh-huh. I know nothing. I know nothing. <gasps> I know nothing. You're walking around blind, babe. I, I am walking around blind. I did do a birth chart reading once, but I also remember nothing about it other than the fact that everything that was being said to me, I was like, why are you describing me? This is really scary. Yeah. Please stop.
1: So I feel like people think when they hear like horoscopes and stuff it's just like the astrology stuff that you re- read at the end of an L magazine. And it's mm-hmm. way more, it's an actual like science. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I met Neil deGrasse Tyson. I did an ABC news. Shut the fuck up. With him, yeah. man, dude, like I was like, trying not to cry. I was so like, I grew up watching him and yes. I like, the most, the most famous scientist in the world is an African-American man living in New York that loves planets and has a kookiest office, but the kookiest in the best way, like very, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and I'm super, I'm, it's just, I was in awe of someone who was so passionate about like learning. Like my grandfather said, like to be, to stay young, you have to remain curious and exercise, but whatever, but you have to remain curious and being in his presence. I was like, okay, this man is like, he's like with it, you know? And, and, yeah. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, astrology. So I was like, "Are you what's what's your sign? And he was like, do not. <laughs> I was like, do not. And I was like, are you a Libra? And he was like, how how did you know that? And I was like, Stop. I knew it I didn't even Google it. It was amazing. It was like, well, I said Leo first. And he goes, most people think that. And I'm like, so you have Leo in your chart. He was like, what do you mean? So you know when you're building a sim character, you have all these like, Toggles that you can make more or less of; those are your char- that's your chart, you know, like more or less. And then you have your transits. It's astrology, whether you believe in it or not, is just a tool to help you better communicate. So for me, I leaned into astrology one because I figured out I could make boys like me. It hasn't worked so much, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I could I could um, also talk to people like my sister when we were younger. I feel like she was really shy and people mistook her for rude. Sometimes Mm -hmm. shy people or like anxious people Mm -hmm. get uh, mistaken for defensive Mm -hmm. and it's, they're just nervous, you know? Um, So I feel like astrology is a fantastic way for people to talk about themselves in the third person, you know? And so I use that tool a lot, but also at the end of the day, your sun is like the car that you're driving, you know, your moon is how you see people on the road, your rising is how other people react to you on the road and see you. Your Mercury is how you communicate. Your midheaven is your passions. And um, that's why they say, like, you should look at your midheaven for your career, you know, where your passions lie. Um, your Mars is action, passion, change, anger, sex. Um, your, you know, Neptune, uh, your dreams, aloofness, you um, your Saturn is your restrictiveness rules. Um, uh, like there's so much. There's you so just much. explained this.
0: By the way, the way you just described that was the the best way I've ever heard anyone describe it. Because to me, it was it's always just been very confusing. No, so but like, like even the mm-hmm. way you were just like, "You're this is your car. This is the way you drive. This is the way you see people." Like I'm like, yeah, no, that makes way more fucking sense.
1: Well, like for example, if you're dating someone, if you're meeting someone new. I always, I'm not. I, my mom always used to say, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you just got to wait a little bit, but also then you're in it, then you're in the dating scene and you're like, this sucks. <laughs> like I'm nervous. <laughs> but, um, I, my mom always used to say like, you have to, before you become exclusive with somebody, like you have to see what they're like when they're angry. So I like to look at their Mars mm. and I look to, like to look at their Mercury so like if some, so my Mars is in Taurus okay. and my Mercury is in Leo. So I'm stubborn. i like, you can't tell me I'm wrong. I'm going to literally, and I'm going to talk to you in circles until you agree. And I know that about me. So I'm trying to learn on how to listen better, you know, but if somebody else is in like Sagittarius, like very fiery, you know, I'm, I feel like, okay, well, if we know this much about ourselves, if we know this about ourselves, how can we learn about one another more so we can better communicate? That's all astrology is it's just learning how to communicate better. And also, there's things about transits, it's all energy, it's all energetic pulling. Um, so maybe someday, I, th- I don't think you broke up because the moon was in whatever, the right. moon was in Taurus. You know, it's not like that. But there is a saying that millionaires don't use astrology, but billionaires do
0: wow, I want to be a billionaire.
1: Every single billionaire that I know of has an on-call astrologer. And I do too.
0: You're like, (laughs) and I'm a billionaire. So
1: I have a few when there's a business deal, I call somebody and I'm like, listen, does this align? That's what it is. Really, It's not like, is this for me? Does it align? It may not be perfect for you. Like no man is perfect for you because they're men.
0: Listen, I, I mean, you know, you say things, and I, I want to just clap. I want to cheer. I want to stand up, and just I want to, I want to say something to just let people know that, like, this woman is saying factual things. She's a scientist, but also, I really was convinced that you worked in mental health in some way, shape, or form because suffer because the way you have an ability to like really objectively like look at the big picture and I feel like analyze things in a very first of all empathetic way but also just like a very educated and informed way that makes me feel like you're a mental health specialist like the, the way you talk about even like celebrity and anything like that any tiktok I've ever seen you create like you have like this innate ability to just be a psychiatrist
1: that's amazing um thank you so much uh, <laughs> I don't even have my AA in art history, that is. You don't need it. You don't need it. I feel like the hardest thing to do is to know yourself. Mm-hmm. And I realized that kind of when I in like 2019, before the pandemic, I started to really sit down with myself because I realized I was letting my social identity within my group of friends tell me about myself. And then I started realizing, I think you, you know what I mean too, as you get up, as you get up, as you get older, you know, you change. And like, I know for a fact I was the party girl Mm -hmm. and then people, and I started to not align with that anymore. And I was like nervous to let that side of me go. And it started to make me curious about why would I Why am I, if if I'm not this person, is this a role that I'm playing Mm -hmm. or whatever? So I started to like really sit with myself and I started getting into like shadow work a lot. And what I realized now is shadow work is basically working through shame because shame multiplies in the dark. The moment Mm -hmm. it comes to light, it's no longer shame. It's a story. Yeah. So I started working on that a lot. And I feel like when you are working through the shame of your life and you are actively forgiving yourself. I, there's this Oprah. There's I, in the '90s, Oprah lost a ton of weight. I mean, we grew up watching her. Yeah, yeah.
0: She was constantly there was a like new a diet. Battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And there was this one where she was like the smallest, and she comes out with a wagon full of meat, and she it was like she's like I lost sixty oh pounds. God, I remember that. It was everywhere. It was everywhere, and she's like I lost sixty pounds, and she was like, and I was so used to carrying it that it no longer weighed. And I feel like feelings were like that for me I was so used to being angry that I forgot I was angry I just thought I was angry an angry person mm-hmm. I didn't have anger I was an angry person and when I was able to let it go when I was able to explore forgiveness, I was able to for and I was able to stop making resentment part of my personality because that's hard to do there's this meditation that I do all the time and you walk into like your childhood room and and I see it perfectly and You And they say like whenever, wherever you see your inner child age, whatever age that is, that's where you first experience trauma. So then I see her and I'm, and then suddenly like you are her kind of, and there's a teddy bear on the table and the teddy bear is all the things that you're angry about and that, that you never got an apology for, or you don't understand still or Mm -hmm. all those things. And you hug it and you say, thank you. And you walk out the door. And then the meditation says, if you are unable to walk out the door, um, with the teddy bear glued to you, you have made resentment part of your personality. So yeah. that started like this whole thing. And when I, so when I started working through like forgiveness, and when you work through forgiveness, you finally are a place where you're like sitting with yourself and you realize what makes you comfortable and what makes you uncomfortable in relationships, at work, with friends. And then you start to remember the things that made you uncomfortable that you, told yourself we're okay. And then that whole cycle starts again. And I started talking about it with my friends and more and more people were like, I can, comp- I don't, I understand. And I was like, you understand. And I don't know why I waited so long to be like, this really hurt me, you know, like, or I didn't like this, or it's not what I wanted to do. Or I feel, I feel regret or I feel pain or even, or I miss them, you know, like those things. Um, when I started to get that feedback, I felt so confident about my evolution that I started sharing it on the internet. And like, something that people don't know is like a lot of those videos, I take them in one take. I like, and cause I'm lazy, not cause I'm <laughs> cause, right. And like therapy, sometimes you'll catch yourself talking and it'll come out and you're like, I didn't even know I felt like that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those videos, when I ended recording, I bawled. There's so much. But in a lot of those videos, when I'm talking about relationships, I'm not going to get into like the details of it or whatever, but I was in a place where I didn't know looking back that I needed to hear that for myself. I thought I was helping people. And I didn't know that I was talking back to myself. So there's so much, yeah.
0: It No, like, and, and that makes such perfect sense though. Like, And I, I think that it's so incredible though, that like something like a TikTok or, or like a podcast or whatever type of media you're putting out there that might seem very like, ha ha he he trivial. And yeah, there's some wisdom in it. Reflecting on it. It's like it, even a, a one minute long clip can really resonate, resonate with you in like yeah. a real way. Because I mean, you just finished your Amanda Bynes series, which I was so fucking elated. You don't understand. <laughs> let, me, let me sidetrack for one moment and just say, There are so many reasons I love your TikToks. One of the main reasons are when you upload a series, I can put it on on my bathroom sink while I'm brushing my teeth and flossing and doing my skincare routine, and like it just you're hanging out with me while I am doing those things, and I love you for that. But um, no, like you you did the Amanda Bynes series, and even though you're like very much just like talking about pop culture, like the way you take these these you know very tabloid crazy things and turn it into like humanizing her and you know giving people perspective and having empathy and and having grace and kindness like i think that's something that this generation really does lack in a lot of ways because obviously gen z is better than we are in you know so many ways but at the same time i think that that is something that needs to be reinforced more especially with social media being what it is like just remembering that this is a fucking person you need to be kind to them and also like you can learn from these things. Like it doesn't have to just be, you know, this silly, goofy thing. Like it could actually really, if you listen and you pay attention, you can really gain wisdom from it.
1: I feel like, I feel like a lot of what we grew up with, it was so easy to make fun of her. Like we Mm -hmm. took a lot, like it was so easy. It was so easy to um, log into Perez Hilton.com and feel guilt, guiltless it was just so easy to um, point out that Lindsay Lohan was skinny or like Nicole Richie had a problem. It was like too easy, you know? And we were like, we want to know everything about what's going on, but at the same time, but we're not involved. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like this this is their problem. And I feel like only now are we recognizing how much of an impact that had on the people that we truly loved. Mm -hmm. Like, um, uh, Brittany, if somebody would have told me, like, hey, every time you log into this website, you're feeding it. Yeah. Like, that, a lot of times I get people DMing me updates about Brittany and they're like, make a TikTok about this. I won't. Yeah. I refuse. I'm done. I'm done talking about Brittany. People are like, oh my God, look what Brittany uploaded. She's twirling again. I'm like, and I hope she twirls her fucking ass off. That's her prerogative. So, like, literally, literally. That's mad. She taught
0: me the word prerogative. Shout out to Brittany.
1: Yeah, I still can't spell it, but I know, yeah, a lot. But I feel so, it's so, when I started talking about pop culture, it's just like so easy to punch down. And when I had a pop culture show, I would sit with my writers, like my best friend and my other friend, my best friend, Molly Brunk, and I had another um, friend, Kim Congdon, who does like a lot of uh, Comedy Central stuff, who's like a, a angel. Um, and we would sit and we'd be like, it'd be so easy to, like, be like, oh, but Sean Mendes is gay. Like, how do we... Right. It's too... And everybody's going to take that angle. Like, how do we make it our own and still make it light? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and so we would say, like, oh, like, you haven't fucked the nice guy who's bad at sex, but he's nice to you. Like, you haven't done it. Okay. You're so above it. You know what I mean? Like, so there's, like, things that uh, you can take this road of, like, making them closer to you mm-hmm. without making them... Without having it feel like they're the freak show, and your face is like on the bars, but rather like sitting across from one another, you can still celebrate someone's talent without having to like um, like everybody deserves a life with a little dignity, right? You know what I mean? So uh, and yeah, people make mistakes all the time. I just feel like I feel like Gen Z is so much better than us in so many ways, but they are humans behind a screen. And mm-hmm. in some ways I'm like, okay, if you're going to see me behind a screen though, I do want you to like feel me a little bit. Right. Like I do want you to feel like, um, like I'm not an avatar. Like I'm a person. Yes. The things you say to me matter. So when people are like, Oh, don't answer to trolls or whatever. I'm like, no, I'm going to answer. Cause I'm a person. I'm not going to fight back or whatever, but I'm going to be like, why would you say that? Right. Like, why would you say that to me? Like, when people are like, you're such a fucking loser, you obnoxious bitch. And I'm like, I'm sorry someone said that to you. And people are like, It's a
0: thousand percent true. Like, the, it, and as someone who I received so, so many fun, a variety of fun, fun, <laughs> just like really, it's like, what will you attack next? But like, it really does come down to like, I'm so sorry you're having a bad day. I'm so sorry you're going through whatever is happening in your life. I'm so sorry you're feeling unhappy right now because. Yeah. That's. That is not the behavior of someone who feels good. That's not the behavior of someone who's in a good place. That is the behavior of someone who's in a very dark place slash could be a child. But also could be a child in a dark place.
1: Truly, I feel in my heart of hearts, I try to look back at like my darkest hours. I've never never written anything like that
0: on someone. I've never. Um, And this is even... I grew up in a time where on Tumblr you could write anonymous messages to people and say crazy shit on their Tumblr and like ask them questions. I never sent a mean one. I only sent
1: juicy ones. I only sent juicy ones. Actually, it's crazy is that sometimes I'll get troll comments and it'll come up as in your contacts.
0: That's that would then become my next week of just like dedicating my life to so finding out who this person is.
1: I literally put it away. Cause I'm like, I it's, how do I say this? It's not, I'm not above it. I'm very petty, very shady. Absolutely. will ruin you. But I feel like there are just some things where I'm like, I'm not going to, if you're at this level, I'm not going to meet you there.
0: Yeah. That's probably like,
1: the, like, the right thing to do. Like, if you send me, like, an email, oh, bitch, we can go. Like, one-on-one. But if you're hiding behind this cloak and that's the kind of games you want to play, like, you want to play Carmen Sandiego in the Troll Commons, I can't meet you there. Like, I'm not going to go down to that place. Um, Like, but you can – I'm not saying that I'm not petty. It's just, like, you got to meet me at my level of petty. Like, Mm -hmm. if you want to go, we can fucking go. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, But if you want to be – if you want to uh, pretend, like – if you want to make me feel like strangers hate me, then nah, nah. it would be
0: like, just say you hate me to my face
1: or, or text me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Just like shoot me a text and be like, what's up. I hate you. You know? Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it is very strange the way these things kind of the way people behave online, because it's just like in no situation would ever be acceptable. Like when people are like, you shouldn't block people. It's like, I mean, if you worked in an okay. office, if you worked in an office and someone was coming into your office and saying, Hey, you look like a stupid bitch today. You would go to HR and that person would get fired, which is permanent blocking. So like, what is it about this that makes it like, no, you shouldn't, you should not be able to protect your
1: space. I feel like that's such a weird, whoever says that is either like gets off on suffering or, um, or just doesn't have a big following. Cause it's a lot, like I look at, I think there are two people that I'm like, oh my fucking God. Like, I don't know how you f- do it. Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. Her comments are like insane. And it happened like overnight. I remember reading her comments and then like, f- and they were all positive. And then like overnight it started to become like, show us your tits. Like all the time. It's- and I was like, dude, that must <sighs> fucking suck. And then Lizzo. Oh my god, I read through Lizzo's comments and no. my
0: I, I'm just my jaws I, I'm gasping. Like I'm like, you thought this was an okay thing to not only think about but then write and then click
1: comment. There's gonna be a time. There's gonna be a time where you're gonna be able to see who who these like I know it's gonna there's gonna be a time where you won't be able to have anonymous profiles anymore. Target's working on it. Yeah. Like <laughs> Target's on it. Yeah watch yourselves all of you pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I know there's going to be a time where those accounts are going to come to light and it's just the things that I read about Lizzo, like I imagine the exorcist, you know, when she's like throwing up that like green pea soup, people are just like dumping on people all the time. And I went to this Reiki healing and I love everything. Um, Reiki, I absolutely believe in energy. Like anytime mm-hmm. someone's like, I'm sending you positive energy, I'm like, oh my God, thank you. You know? Yeah. Um, like I believe in prayer, manifestation, meditation. Absolutely. I have designed my life to a T because of it. And um, I went to this Reiki healer and she put her hand on me and she didn't know who I was. And um, like like I'm somebody, but she didn't know that I was like on TikTok. Yeah. And she um put her hand on me, she's like, Uh, you need to do some more medicine. You need to come back at another time. You need to do like some more like cleansing stuff. And I was like, why? She's like, you have so much of other people's energy on you. She's like, do you do internet stuff? And I'm like, yeah, I'm on, I'm an influencer or whatever. And she's like, people are projecting their shit onto you 24, 7, 365. Like I can't even touch. You feel like radioactive. Holy shit! She's like, do you feel it? And I said, no. And she goes, so maybe you're confusing. This fucked me up. Maybe you're confusing the way people um feel about you for the way that you feel about yourself.
0: Oh shit, that would fuck me up. That's kind of fucking me up right now, and no one said that to me.
1: Like when you're around someone, too, so if you're someone who's like wanting to connect with people all the time, like you, the way that people feel about you or themselves, like you can come home and you're like, why do I feel so like such a fucking loser? Like, or I can't even look at myself in the mirror. I look at myself and I'm like, and, and it's because you, either that person who's jealous of you or comparing themselves or they don't like themselves. And they were, and you were spent so much time trying to uplift them that there was like a transference of energy there. Like just, and it's real. It's really real. The, de- the depletion of like, hanging out with somebody. I feel it all the time.
0: No, I definitely am very much the type of woman who can sit in my home for a week and not interact with anyone. And I feel incredible um, but I'm also I love connecting with people. I was a a, a counselor for victims of domestic violence and sex crimes mm-hmm. for like five years. And so like what stuff. I what I didn't realize is that secondhand trauma is like a very real, 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 real thing in a way that I could have never imagined. And like you know, after doing that for five years, I realized I was like I really like when you're around other people's energy in any way, like it will transfer onto you regardless of what it is. Like it will, that's why if you spend your time with people who are, you know, not positive in like a toxic way, but generally more like, you know, seeing the bright side, like it does usually like uplift your mood. And if you're with someone who's just like fucking, you know, huge emo all the time, which I mean, you know, who is in a little emo all the time, right? It, 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 it transfers onto you so that makes sense like yeah like so when people are on the internet the way we are yeah no like i there are definitely days that i turn off all of my notifications and i'm i'm posting and i'm not looking at anything cuz i'm like i i actually fucking cannot absorb anything else right now. Like I can't do it.
1: Yeah. You're so good at not interrupting. I'm like trying to learn. I feel like it's just like I'm Latin. So we just talk over each other all the fucking time. You're so good at it.
0: Listen, it's because I was bullied on my podcast because I'm Arab. You think that I don't want to talk over people. And then like when they're talking, instead of being respectful, I will just get louder because I was like, no, 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 I'm saying something also. And you need to hear that. Um, But then people were like, you need to stop talking over your guests. And I was like, well, first of all, this isn't a traditional oh, interview. God. So I can do whatever the fuck I want. But in complete, you know, candor, listening back, sometimes I am just like more shut the fuck
1: up. So if, yeah. if
0: you want to train yourself, I'm get a podcast having- and then edit it.
1: I'm not agreeing with you and I was like yeah no 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 I'm saying with me too sometimes I look at interviews and I'm like Debbie shut the fuck up but at the same time I'm like but she has a point but but when it came to when you were talking about secondhand trauma I always um think about like secondhand smoke and when I talk about secondhand trauma I'm like but sound is stronger than smoke the things you yeah. hear stick with you you know um and fortunately and I have like I know I would love a cigarette more than trauma. Are you kidding me?
0: Please. I was a Um, smoker for like uh, over a decade. I want to smoke cigarettes all day, all night. It's an addiction that never goes away. Guys, don't smoke cigarettes.
1: I was a chain smoker for like 15 years. I look at somebody throw a cigarette on the floor and I want to pick it up. I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. Teppy.
0: No, Um, that feeling will never, like when people are like, oh, like I vape or I jewel, but like I'm not addicted. I was like, first of all, you are addicted. Second of all, like, this this is not a fun and game situation. This is an addiction, no. ma'am. Like it's not My a goodness. joke. Stop this.
1: Go get the gum.
0: But also Go maybe give. But also maybe give me a cigarette. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Or, maybe give me or we could do this
1: together. <laughs>
0: yes. Or you know what? Why don't we just buy a whole pack and finish
1: it in one sitting? Uh, so, you know what you said about um, turning off your notifications. I have a yeah. group of like eight friends. Like eight friends that I I don't call them my best friends, I call them my non negotiables. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm and I do have days where I like turn off my phone and I have two phones. I have two phones. Oh my God, you're a drug dealer. Drug dealer. Um so when I when I have when I'm on this phone, it only has Instagram and TikTok on it. So when I'm working and I'm posting, I'm not getting distracted by texts and I get into fight, not fights, but I get confronted all the time by my friends saying like, fucking answer me. And I'm like, you, and, and then after I'm working, I'll just like have an hour to myself and then I'll come back and they're like, I need to do today. And I'm like, my eyes are on fire. Mm-hmm. I am so tired. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, you have no idea. I, I. My eyes when they're if if blue light is really bad for you, I'm fucked. Yeah, I'm so fucked.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like I I don't even I try not to think about it too much because at this point I don't know that there's anything I can do about that.
1: No, it's done.
0: No, no, it's I'm I mean, going to be blind. Like I've been glued to a computer since I was eight years old in some way, whether it was like playing the Barbie game or on Aim. I I was, I was creating websites for hours for no reason, just for like two years straight. So like. Yeah, like if, if that's real, I'm 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 not doing well.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna be okay. And they say it ages you. I'm like, okay, well. And I have so many masks and shit, like infrared, blue light, purple light, Same. yellow light, like all the Power Rangers I have. I'm fucked. Like my under eye bags, there's nothing I can do. Oh my god. I,
0: I'm honestly one thing that I'm really really happy that I I've been able to like rewire my brain about is under eye circles. And I'll tell you what it is, Taffy. I'm gonna tell you. When I see, like, a beautiful fucking model and they have under-eye circles, I think chic. I think beautiful. And I'm like, why is it that when I look at my own under-eye circles, I think, like, tired, dehydrated, like, gross, like, you know, not not cute? And I'm like, no, I will rewire my brain to think it's a hot look in fact I have gotten to the point where I'll add a little bit of shadow under under my lash line to give the illusion of more dark circles because I'm like you know what I'm gonna fucking lean into it I'm gonna lean into it because th- I can't do anything about it it's genetic I can't do anything about it so I just the only thing I could do is lean into it you're a genius that's yeah, what you are I am. thank you so much
1: right. <laughs> rewire <laughs> your brain I feel like that is something that we all have had to do with like our bodies <laughs> like oh my, oh my god Oh, the body dysmorphia. No, no, no. it's not even, I don't even think it's dysmorphia anymore. I think it's just the way we were like, I just, there's no, I don't know one woman. I don't know one woman and I know many, I know hundreds of women Mm -hmm. and I don't know one of them that does not have body dysmorphia. Mm -hmm. Not Mm -hmm.
0: one. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it doesn't it doesn't matter what your exterior looks like because body dysmorphia has nothing to do with your exterior. That's kind of the the problem. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I don't know a single woman in my life who doesn't have body dysmorphia in some capacity. Yeah. Um, uh, with me, it does vacillate. Like there is times where I'm like, Oh, I can actually see what I look like and I can accept it. But there's other times where I, I have no idea what I look like and it is very disorienting. And I think settling. it looked
1: like the the green m M&M. That's my body type. That's what <laughs> it looked like to me. Wait, the new one or the old one? Who's ever who's ever bigger? That's
0: that's. Did you not see the new green M&M? She's not sexy anymore.
1: I think she she's like sexy. they took away her boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gave her sneakers. It's yeah. stupid. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. I don't like that. I'm like she's come back. She's gonna have a girls' night out.
0: Like why? Like, why can't we just leave well enough alone? Like, wh- wh- like, we don't need to update Eminem characters. Like, let's just let them exist.
1: What they did to Lola Bunny.
0: Why the fuck did they do that? My, literally, my nephews are obsessed with Space Jam now, which is hilarious to me what? because I mean, there's a new Space Jam movie. Yeah. It's very weird. I was trying to watch it. I couldn't follow. Um, but I remember watching Space Jam and, uh, it's, wait, Lola Bunny's a Space Jam girl, right? Am I, am I confused? Okay, yeah, yeah. But like she was an icon and an icon. Now I'm just
1: kind of like, okay. I mean the God, they, and she's like, I'm sorry. I kept waiting for Bill Murray to come out. I kept waiting for the lucky shorts and the bulldog. I kept waiting for the spaceship to land at a baseball game kept waiting for the Monstars. There are many things that I kept waiting for. And I was like, and everyone's like, we love it. I'm like, this is trash. But I no, say the new Jumanji is with Jack Black. I love Jack Black. I love everything. I Jack
0: love Jack Black.
1: Works. If he ever comes out to be problematic, I will, I will get that lobotomy I was talking to you about. I, will I get mean, the, you
0: can be a Jack Black apologist if that's I, something that you want to do.
1: I will step up. Yeah. Yeah. I will fall upon the sword. Yeah. For my JB. I mean, don't get me wrong. As a former
0: Kanye West apologist for many moons.
1: No. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It was actually, it felt like a breakup. Like it felt like I, it was so, cause I truly, like I loved, like I, and I still have love for him, but.
1: That's how you talk about next. Yeah.
0: Watching him say the things that he said, I was like, I cannot in good faith be a kanye apologist anymore because i cannot defend this and i feel like i can defend almost anything almost yeah almost anything i'm i'm great at arguing i have a huge family lots of sisters i'm excellent at arguing my case but kanye at a certain point it's like when he starts saying things like slavery is a choice i'm like sir sir
1: Me, i was like so this is the thing i always say i do not care if someone is rude right like so if you're like, oh, I work with Kanye and he was so rude. Mm-hmm. I, was like, I don't care. I don't want to be his friend. But the minute I find out that you are mean to a service worker, you're done. You're absolutely fucking done. How fucking dare you? And two, if you are hateful in any way, like, you're done. So for me, I was like, when he was getting into politics, I That's- was like, uh, how is that real it's it's cut and so for me it's like I at the same time he's not well yeah he's not well right so so it's not like when you see these like people who go and do these like awful things and attend these rallies um you know it's with him I I feel like he's just not okay right so at a point I was like okay this is fine this is fine this is fine I, my dad, my dad, my grandfather always used to say the way a man treats the person he sleeps next to tells you everything about um, who that man is and where his values lie. To embarrass the mother of his children, over and over and over again, to me, I was like trash. Yeah, I don't care who she is. I don't care who she is. Yep. Yep. You know go
0: yeah no 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 no. like but like I just wanted to touch on the fact that like yes it's and I mean this isn't an assumption he's been open about this in the past that he struggles with mental health issues and so there is a part of me that has empathy but also like it is very much like he is my ex in the way that like I can't watch any of his new interviews because it makes me sad it makes me sad to see him struggling in any way like I don't want to see it I don't want to hear it like I feel so weirdly, like emotionally connected to him that like, I can't even watch the interviews. People are like, Oh, but you love Kanye. I'm like, I can't watch that because I want to remember him as he was. When I tell
1: you that the new documentary coming out on Netflix, um, when I'm watching that, I feel, I feel heartache because when he says, I miss the old Kanye, I'm like, you have no idea. I'm, but I think when his mom died. Yeah that was it like the he was so excited like the the videos of him like jumping up and down in the studio like working with Jay yeah. and knowing like we all have that feeling like when you're making something cool and you're mm-hmm. at and you're looking at you and your friends or you're the people you're collabing with and you're like yo this is dope like yeah. that feeling it's gone cuz he doesn't have anybody to share it with yeah Well, that he feels is really in it for him i think kim i think kimberly is not is uh, a person who she wants to make money and she doesn't care if you fucking hate her. And I feel like Kanye is all heart. So it's, diff- it's a difficult, and I feel like truly, you know, it's crazy as I know I've met um, many people that worked with celebrities and there's always three people they say are a dream to work with. I've never heard one person complain about them. Three people, Sarah Jessica Parker, Paris Hilton, and Kim Kardashian, they say, are a living dream to work with the kindest, nicest people in the world. That makes me so happy. So happy. And they say Kim Kardashian is just like a boring girl in the best way. She's just like the most normal and um, very sweet, says hello to every single crew member, hugs them, how are your children, like very, very down to earth, humble, nice. But she's very much there to make money mm-hmm. you know what I mean and I feel like Kanye when you hear story- the stories I've heard about Kanye, you are in sir you it's like you want people to not like you yeah,
0: yeah that's what I'm saying like i like listen, I have been defending Kanye or i used to for 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 years. Defending him.
1: What was the first thing you defended him for? Was it Jay-Z? Oh, the right. breakup with Jay-Z? No, it was way before
0: that. It was a Taylor Swift.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: 2008 It was, it was a Taylor Swift. I don't know how I justified it, but I just, I, 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 well, you see here, I was at that point in time where, number one, uh, I had this individualist problem because I was like very into like punk rock, emo music. And so I thought that I was very different. And so like, okay. it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, so everyone likes Taylor Swift. So, like, on principle, she's very mainstream and very lame, and I don't like her, right? That that was just very much my approach. That was my approach. Yeah. And then, so I was actually very okay with it, and I was like, why are people, why do they have an issue with this? Like, he called her out, and yeah, Beyonce's album was better, and, like, I don't see what the problem is, and so I just gaslit people when they would, like, try to do it. I was like, no, you're fuck you. But, you know, in retrospect, looking at it, I'm like, cool, she was a child, and he just – he just just attacked a young lady who's
1: drunk. A drunk man, yes, which is not. A man, yeah, yeah,
0: a gr- drunk grown adult man. Like I, I feel like if I was her, I don't know how I would handle. I would cry. Like that's it's embarrassing. It's scary. It's it's all of these different things because you should not expect to be treated that way.
1: Um, Oh man! And then be up here, so I knew. I know people who are working there. And, um, my cat wants to
0: come on. Oh, go on. She wants to be a part of <gasps> it. does. Here She's so fucking cute. Wait, why does she kind of look like my cat, but like the feminine version? Are they, are they, brother and sister?
1: Um, so she, I know people who are working backstage during the VMAs and they sent Beyonce went the, back there and bawled, bald. Oh my look, God. How could you do that to me? Hey girl. So, yeah, <laughs>
0: I'm taking I'm taking a video of you and your cat because it's very fucking cute. Hi, Pierce. I love you. Oh, my God. Is she always this cute? I'm so sorry. I'm distracted now by the vicious. cat. She's,
1: she's vicious. She's but she knows how to keep me like stringing me along. She knows how she's to
0: do it. literally ru- nuzzling her head on
1: her shoulder. Very baby. She's a very needy baby for sure. So she sleeps on top of me on my chest. I've had to learn how to sleep on my and then she's done. She got her fixed. That's the thing
0: I like about cats. They know mm-hmm. what they want. They get it. They're independent. They keep it moving. And
1: that's it. Somebody said if uh, people who don't understand cats don't understand consent, I was like, that's a big reach, but I'm going to take it. as a big reach.
0: <laughs> yeah, I as someone who has two cats, and for some reason, this is like, you, me saying I have two cats is also like, I feel like a litmus test for just like men, because either they're like, oh, like let me see your cats. Or they're like, oh, you have two cats? Like, yikes. And I'm like, what the fuck?
1: If only they knew that being chosen by a cat is the coolest fucking thing in the entire world. I was not a cat person until I met Margie Pardee. Well, her full name is Margie Jolie. Of course. But I, I was not a cat person. And then she was vicious, did not like me. And then we bonded like one would with a wild stallion mm-hmm. over time. I didn't break her. I accepted her mm-hmm. and her spirit. No,
0: no, she must be related to my cat, Fifi, because he, you could say he was a demon for the first six years I had him. You could say that, but he's 10 now. You could
1: say that. You
0: could say that if you wanted to. (laughs) Are all of the children in my family terrified of him? Maybe. Maybe. Is my father, who is a 74-year-old Palestinian man, terrified of my fucking cat? Yes, he is. He could fight. You know, you don't want to fight, Fifi. Fifi. You don't want to fuck with Fifi, but. Fifi the thief. He, he is the fief. He is the fief. Fief is actually the nickname he responds to the most. Uh Yeah.
1: Mr. Feefers. Oh, I love, love, love making nicknames for the pets.
0: Listen, Teffy, you're speaking to my soul right now because this cat has Mr. Foof, Floof, Foofers, Feefers, Feefers, Foofers. Like it's just continuous. My other cat's name is Gremlin. We call her Grammy. We call her Gram gram We call her G. You know, it's just, you have to.
1: One of my best friends has a cat named Tink, who is a model. She's the GG. So I come in, I go, "Where's Tink the stink or Tinker, Stinkers?" Would you get And she loves it. And I'm like, "This is my this is my second calling." Yeah, is naming cats. Yeah, like and but also my best friend also has like so, she has six. <laughs>
0: I mean, listen. I'm a little jealous. Is it weird that that was my first reaction? Was like,
1: dude, I'll send you some pictures of her cat. Her cat Leroy. That she, her nick, his nickname oh, is Bumpy. His name is Leroy. Oh, he is the most stunning. She has a. I have to show you a boo. I have to show you a boo. You're gonna die. You're gonna she die. Named so. him a
0: boo like the monkey from Aladdin.
1: Okay, you're gonna see. He's a. Um, he has. He's a. Short-haired catnia's dwarfism. Stop it right
0: now! Stop it right Mm. now! I don't. I can't even visualize this.
1: He's a munchkin. He's a munchkin, and he is unwell. His his, and he was. So, did you ever watch Tiger King? Yes. Okay, so there's this one other um, big cat guy who's Colombian and he lives in Florida. Yes. Somebody got a call and called my best friend because she takes it. She is um, a foster for many animals. And they were like, there's this cat that they got um, that has like dwarfism or something. And they put him in the same cage as like these baby like um, le- like uh, cheetahs or something or leopards. And they're like Why? bullying this cat. They, they were like bullying him. And they're like, they're bullying this cat. And it's really affecting his self-esteem. Oh, no. So She's like, let me go get him i am going abu is the actual he's what you get out of guys i i am trying
0: so hard not to scream at the top of my lungs right now that is the cutest fucking angriest looking cat
1: he doesn't move if you want to get him out of the way you push him and he just looks at you doesn't move like like a little this is how he is
0: i to do that all day he's so fucking cute oh my god oh my god oh my god he's so cute avocado please he's wearing an avocado costume guys
1: yeah, if you want to follow him, it's Abu underscore the Munchkin. Um, what do you mean? If, of course, guys. If. <laughs> so oh he seems like he like, oh a huge. He sleep sleep like, like a human. He seems like. Pause. Yeah, I'm obsessed with him. He is actually like insane. Um, it, all he does all day long. I think he stays close to the ground because he is such a fatty that he. I love him so much. I mean, listen. I want
0: this cat. And I'm – if he was left alone with me, I would take him and I would act like I had no idea where the fuck he went. I would. I would.
1: I'm going to die that I brought up Abu for 10 minutes, 15 minutes. She – he's the stinkiest cat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're like, he's a stinky boy.
1: I'll hug somebody and they're like, were you with Abu? And I was like, I was.
0: Wait, what does he stink like? Just like stinky cat? Stinky cat. Mm-hmm. He's a stinky
1: cat. Yeah. And where are they feeding you?
0: Literally, what are they feeding you? Now – that song will be in stuck in my head for the rest of the day. You're welcome. Yes, thank you. It's. I mean, it's 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 a fun song. I do want to ask you, I know we should be rapping, but I wanted to ask you because I. this is the one thing. Guys, I don't prep for the, these, these conversations, but the sure. one thing I actually did want to talk to you about uh-huh. was, you know, growing up, your mom is Colombian, mm-hmm. your dad is Brazilian. Like, how prevalent was, like were those cultures like in your upbringing?
1: That's all I know. I mean, I also grew up in Miami, right? So like, mm-hmm. it's not just like Colombian and Brazilian or it's like being Latin. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. When I moved to New York and people were like, oh, what's it like? Like, um, Or like, you know, she's a minority and I would hear this word like minority. I'm like, where I come from? There's not a lot of you, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Like you're the minority where I come from, Barb, Mm -hmm. you know? So for, for me, it was just like the way every, the way that I am is because of where I come from. And I feel like many people around the world, like in America, you'll meet like, Oh, actually like my, like my parents are Russian, Russian Jewish people. Right. And, but they don't celebrate the customs or they don't eat the food. They're just like, know that that's where their grandparents came from or whatever. For me, I feel as though I am, I like who I am. So I have to love where I come from and I want other people to see where I come from, especially Latin America, because I feel like people have an idea. People have an idea of every ethnicity and every race and every single fucking um, culture. There's an idea, you know, but I feel like when it comes to especially Colombia you know i feel like uh i have a job where the way that i love people and the way that i laugh the way that i say hello to people the way i think about people the way i resolve things the way i think about things is because of where i come from and for me to uh have people tell me you know they they love me or whatever etc cetera, etc cetera, for me to not say yeah it's because of my mom like that is I'd be lying. Yeah. I'd be lying. The way that I laugh, the way that I talk, like how close I talk to people, the way that I look for the way that I look for qualities in people, it's because of where I come from,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know? And, um, so yeah, I take, there's in order to get to know me, you have to come to, you have to come to Miami for like a little bit. Like if you want to know me for real, for real, you have to come to my house. You have to meet my mom. You have to hear about my grandparents. You have to meet my brother and my sister, and you gotta, and you gotta see us fight.
0: <laughs> you gotta see us fight. You, you, you have to, and then, and then you will have an idea, of, an idea of who you are. Yeah, no, like everything you just said very much resonates with me because, yeah, like until. My dad, I post him on Instagram and like, I'm like this, this should help everyone understand. This should help this make sense. Like having my mom on my podcast, it did take me two years to accomplish, but I feel like once I had her on, people okay. were like, oh no, I understand because my mom is so much of an asshole that people were but like in a fun way, like a fun asshole. My mom's
1: um, also an asshole. Yeah. Th- that's she's what I'm saying. Great, but once you're in with her, she's dry and she's cold. But once you're in with her, you're in. Yes, yes, yes. And,
0: like, my mom is just sitting here fucking clowning on me on my own podcast. And people are like, yeah, this adds up. This makes this sense. Adds this adds up. Up. It's it's all – it's connecting. We can see it now. But, yeah, like, it's it's a part of who I am as a human.
1: I feel like something that really helps me look at myself and be proud of myself, even when I'm not proud of myself, I do two things. One, I think about all the people – in my bloodline that fought so hard for me to exist and to be here. And I, when people are like, Oh, are you a capitalist? I'm like, I'm first generation of, I have to be. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, yeah. Why did, because they came here. That's to, why I'm here. I capitalism. have capitalism. There's nothing else I can do, babe. I have to be, I have to make it worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> well, I'm trying to be a good person but I need to, you know, fuck. So, and then the second thing I do is I think back uh, on 15 year old me or yeah, 15 year old me. um, And I think back of her asking me, you know, are we happy? And I owe it to her. I owe it to her because she never gave up on me. She's been dreaming about me her whole life. So I I have to tell her, yes. If I tell her, oh, we're working on it, fuck that shit. She's like, then what the fuck is the point? You know? And a lot of that comes from making my family proud of me. Mm-hmm. Like, And I feel like only kids of immigrants understand that. In a,
0: like, it, I, it's in a different way. It's in a different it's way. way.
1: It's That's why I get so mad at Hilaria Baldwin, too. I was like, it's not about just her loving Spanish culture. And that's amazing. Like my brother loves anime and he loves Russian history and stuff, but he's not telling people he's from fucking Mas- Moscow, you know, but it's, to be an immigrant is to sit in loneliness because of the unconditional love you have for people who don't exist yet. Like you Fuck. leave everything behind and you sit in discomfort because you want people to be more comfortable than you. Because you love them and they're not even here. They they may happen. So you get up at four in the morning and you learn a different language and you, get, you do shitty Skype calls with your family and you have to accept that they can't come with you. Or like Andrea Gomez was somebody who she's from Honduras and she helped raise me because my mom needed help so bad. And there's like a, like a nanny community in Miami and someone's nanny said, you have to help um, this woman because she has three kids and they're insane. We were insane. We were, She we had three kids under six and I was like, I'm Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like insane. And she <laughs> came in and she, and my mom had like my brother, he was crying. I was running around. My sister was following me with like a knife, I'm sure. And we hey, were running around
0: climbing Who the hasn't tree. been chased by
1: their sister with a knife? Right. Exactly. Like, are you even sisters? And yeah. um, Andrea Gomez came over and my mom was like, I don't think I can afford you. And she was like, I'll, I'll do it. And she lived with us and she helped my mom, my mom, a single mom. And she was yeah. a reception, like, well, she was an administrative assistant. Like we all were at some point I feel. Yeah. And now she's in a different place. But when I hear it wasn't until I was like 25 that I learned that Andrea came alone from Honduras I'm not speaking a word of English when she was 16 and wow. lived with some family in Texas. I can't even like imagine a different culture and worked day and night. And I feel like, and she, and she was able to buy a house for her family in Honduras. And she, when I explain to people like the, the pride that you are able to give your family some kind of stability is like you, I will ne- you will never know. You will never know. Yeah. Like these immigrant stories aren't because somebody wants to move to Fort Lauderdale and, and open up some kind of lawn mowing uh, business. I'm sorry. That's all you know about like the culture that I'm from. You know what I mean? Or like Kelly, um, Kelly Osborne, who's going to clean your toilets. Don't even get me started. Oh, wow. 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 Yeah. Certain pride in that. And so when I go back to 15 year old me and she's like, are you happy? I'm like, you're so happy, but you're so tired. <laughs> you're so happy, but you're so tired. Yeah. You know? But, yeah.
0: But do you also feel, like, a little bit of, like, not not shame or guilt per se, but, like, do you feel bad when you get tired because you think of how much yeah. your mom does and how she seems to never tire, and then you start to question if she is, in fact, a robot?
1: Yes. I mean, also, my mom worked full-time also studying, getting her licenses together. Um, never missed any of our recitals, sports games, nothing, nothing. Um, and also had abs. Wow. I remember my mother with a six pack. Like I don't understand where the energy came from. Holy
0: shit. Uh, I, uh, it's also, I feel like, what does it say about me that out of everything you just listed the abs was, I was like, that's impossible. That's amazing.
1: But literally I've done two crunches in this year so far. Um, my mom does a Peloton and rowing every day because she's like, I wanna be I wanna play with my grandkids. And I'm like, Who's pregnant? She's like, Maybe you someday. And I'm like, maybe
0: <laughs> Man, who's, is someone having a child? I'm pregnant, babe. <laughs> mm. You, you yeah, start getting meal from Target. Uh, sincerely, I would appreciate some kind of deal. Honestly, that's Target. I know you're listening. Please, please, yeah, I'm targeted. No. Target me. <laughs> oh my God! See, look at you. You're already now. Why do I need to go to Target now? More than anything that They'll I've ever you. needed to do.
1: They'll find you. But yeah, I feel like um, I feel like yeah. The, the there's so much with American culture and being online and being the child of immigrants and being first generation and that like comes into like maybe and and also like mental health, that maybe that's why people like me, I think it's the vivance <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're like I'm just it's the vivant no, I think that there is they I think luckily, we are now living in a society that is interested in in people who don't look like you know everyone else right they. they they want to see and hear a different perspective. They can appreciate your culture. Cause that's the other thing that I love about your content is that yes, you're a lot of times you're kind of covering pop culture, but in the same time, your personality is I would say the most important part of it. It is the, the consistent theme in what you do and the reason why, cause I love pop culture, but like it's not something that I'm seeking out, but I watch your videos because I like you. So Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to watch whatever you put out, like you could fucking talk about anything. And I'm like, yeah, no, like, this is very funny. And I like this. And I think because your culture and because your, your culture is a part of your identity, I think you in a way are making a very big difference because there are so many people, especially in America who have never met
1: Mm -hmm.
0: people who are Latin. Maybe they've seen them. They've never spoken to them. They've never interacted with them. And I think it is really important that people that's why visibility is a thing. Not me explaining the importance of visibility right now.
1: No, it is. It is representation is everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's so crazy because, you know, even though I am not Latin, I can relate to everything that you're saying, especially about, you know, being a first generation American and being loud and, you know, probably talking to people way too close. And I probably should, especially with the whole fucking pandemic going on. But like, these are things that, yeah, like I mean, you're describing me. And it's crazy.
1: I call that my big fat Greek wedding syndrome when a family cares more about tradition than the people doing the traditions. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hmm uh-huh. Oh wow. hmm That was a lot. I know. Yeah. I'm like, I need to I need uh-huh. to sit on that. I need to pray on that. I need to call my mom. I don't know. You need to call my mom. I, even, I'm not calling my mom. I'm ducking my mom right now because she's trying to uh She goes through these phases. I don't know if you experience this, but she goes through these phases where she was like, "You should talk to this guy, and then you should fucking you should marry him."
1: No, my mom never brought up dating. It was more about like, so how are you going to bring up this raise? Oh. It money and she was, it was all about promotion or school. It was education.
0: Oh, my and mom has an addiction to education. I need to. <laughs> no, no, no. My mom still texts me to this day. I started doing my masters and then like one or two. No, that's not true. A year into it, I was like, just kidding. I don't want to do this. Till this day, my mom will text me at six o'clock in the morning and be like, you, did you want to get your masters? I'll pay for you. Like she's just like, what can I do to incentivize this? And I'm like, mom, I don't like this. I I respect that you like it. I don't want it. I don't want to do it. I don't want it. I don't want it.
1: It was hard. It's hard because that's how they see safety. I and know. Security. I know. And I'm like, no, mom, I don't need it. I don't need it. I think I'm going to be okay. And she's like, uh, yes, but. <laughs> it,
0: it, it's just so crazy to me because my mom will be like, well, you should go back to counseling. And I was like, number one, as much as. But I, I, I loved, I loved my job, but I actually physically can no longer do it. And also I love what I'm doing right now so much more. And also this isn't the most important thing, but also, you know, I, I'm getting paid more to post one Instagram story than I was getting paid in two months. So like, you yeah. know, yeah. And
1: you know, I like that. It's like mom, dad, mommy, daddy. Yeah. I am going to actually pivot and do what I want to do. Right. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Nobody says what they want to do. And I'm like, well, it's your fault that you ruined the economy and the housing market, mm-hmm. not mine. You guys are cheater, cheater, pumpkin eaters. Well, now I'm going to dance for the internet.
0: You did this. You did this. You did look this. What, look what you did. Yeah, look what you Thank did. Thank you for
1: coming over to the United
0: States. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, oh, the, the amount of times as a teenager, I was like, well, if you didn't want me to
1: do that, then why did you move here? Yeah, True. True, and, and they're like, "What the fuck does it have with wear- What the fuck does that have to do with wearing leather pants? You're yeah. ten years old. Yeah,
0: why? Do, why are there seven thousand safety pins on your pants? What is it holding together? What is it holding together? Because it's cool. I'm like, mom, I'm punk rock, and you don't understand it. And I'm an anarchist, so accept. Not in the black parade once or twice,
1: mom. Bye."
0: My favorite thing is like reflecting on just what an asshole I was as a teenager, making it seem like you don't understand. And I'm like, oh, no, my mom lived under a, a legal military occupation and w- only remembers war. So she oh. maybe had it harder than me not being able to go to the mall.
1: Maybe. But dial up was hard, too, dude. And also limited two was really expensive. So fucking expensive, but I got every tankini. Oh, I mean... Of course,
0: of course you need, to, that's what older sisters are for. My sisters, they would be like, come my child. There's this thing called sale section. Let me show you it. Let me show you it.
1: Yeah. One of my friends, um, he said his mom told him everything in this store. You could only buy the things that f- what that were for sale. Cause that meant for purchase.
0: I want to do that to a child.
1: That's really good, right?
0: I really want to do that. I want to take a child. I want to tell them that I want them to believe it for a really long time. And then I want them to think of me when I'm gone.
1: He was like, I was a teenager. And I was like, you can't get that. And they're like, what What the fuck are you talking about? He's like, that's not for sale.
0: I don't know why that is the best prank that any parent could play on their child. And my parents have punked me. They're Persian. Of course. See, that's the thing. <laughs> I'm like, that's like the type of shit that like, you just, and they say it with such confidence. They do. That it's like, you you, you can't even question it. And also they are wise. They know, they know things. So it's like, no, yeah, you know. You, this is probably right. And I'm not going to question it or investigate it further.
1: Yeah. That's it. That's it. I, that's I, it. The I, mean, iron fist. I literally, the iron fist of like my mom, when people, when I would hear like, uh, people talking back to their moms, I'm like, are you fucking crazy? Like <laughs> I, I,
0: I had an attitude. Don't get me wrong. But like, just like this but is- I was living in fear. That's what I'm saying like and in fear of nothing really cuz that's the thing like there was no actual re- real reason to be afraid because also my parents are both shorter than me and just so fucking cute and like right. just angelic they little phone. they could take your phone but you know honestly they probably should have they never did I never I'm the I'm the youngest of six oh, I'm the youngest of six my parents I was never grounded like there was no 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 no. like there was no repercussions. You were, an in my animal.
1: you were an animal.
0: But I was actually because I was a weird creepy kid who only cared about like Kurt Cobain and Kate Moss. Mm-hmm. I just I was in my room. You know I wasn't up. I wasn't up to things. I was just like cutting out you know Teen Vogue magazine, mm-hmm. putting it on my wall, listening to the yeah yeah yeahs. Like you know what I mean. Like I'm not bothering. I mean, like I love you. Yeah, for sure. Like you know who is this hurting? Who is this hurting? No one but. Your mom. But she definitely, <laughs> I think now is probably like, I should have taken this bitch's
1: phone away. I should have. I they they my mom absolutely does the first thing. Give me your phone. And I'm like, this is that. I want to <laughs> ask
0: you, this is I promise, this is the last question. Okay, does your mom think it's cool that you're on the internet?
1: Absolutely. She thinks she thinks I definitely overshare, but I'm like, I'm in New York. It's what we do. We're suffering. Like, <laughs> um, so uh, but she thinks it's so cool like uh, i think I think that she i think there are conversations that are hard to have with your parents, and she's having those conversations with me in other ways now, yeah, like maybe overhearing me or yeah. reading things, you know, I don't think she knew how proud I was about her and like my family and where I come from. I didn't think she she knew because we were just living we were just we just were. You know, and then when I won the 2021 Latinx Trailblazer, I think for her. Which, by the way, like,
0: congratulations!
1: Rock and roll. It's 2022 now. I guess I got to give over the the old sash. But um, uh, yeah, that was definitely something that I I feel. Yeah, she's definitely proud of me, but she does cringe a lot. Like when I'm like, "You better pee after sex," and she's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, but you should. You have to, dude. Yeah, you. you, you listen. Your pee smells weird. Go to the doctor.
0: Literally just go to the doctor. Go to the fucking doctor.
1: Don't flush it out. Go to the doctor.
0: Yeah. Go to Planned Parenthood. It's free.
1: Literally babes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, that's, that's really special though, that your mom thinks it's cool uh, because I don't think that my parents don't think it's cool, but they also genuinely don't know what the fuck is. like. They don't, they don't, they don't know they're, they're too old. They don't know what's going on. She tells people I'm a blogger. I wish my mom told people that I was a blogger. That would be more accurate. That would be, my dad did, does tell people I work in advertising, which I'm like, in a way, I suppose. In a way we're in marketing. Yeah. In a way. I, I, my mom just, I don't, I think she just, because she does not know. And no matter how much I explained it to her, she's just like, this doesn't make sense. I don't understand. What, the, like, make this make sense. She she rejects it. She's like, this makes no sense. But she is supportive, even though sometimes, she doesn't understand. She supports it.
1: Sometimes I imagine, like, what if my grandfather was on Earth? Like, he comes down for like five minutes. He's like, what do you do? <laughs> I'd be like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about. It. I'm fine. But yeah, I don't. Someone. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't sell my picks, but like, I right, wish- and we could. I wish I did. I'm a size ten wide, so no.
0: No, I mean, listen. I'm a size six and a half, and apparently, that's that's good. You are, you could be making moolah. I know. I think about it a lot. My nieces what? actually get mad at me when I show them the DMs that I get. They're like, "You're fucking stupid," and I'm like, "I'm your aunt. Respect me."
1: <laughs> yes, auntie's a little stupid. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're like auntie's a dum-dum, but you will respect me.
1: I can say that you can't agree. That's yeah. Not-
0: yeah, we did play Barbies together, but that doesn't give you the fucking right. The fucking. No, but I mean, honestly, I, I do, I have family that lives overseas and I, I do think that they think there's something wrong with me. Um, but sure. I, I think that they think it's entertaining. Like I'm a little monkey. They're like, she's unwell, but also look at
1: her go. Yeah. I think my, my cousins are like that too. Yeah. Look at her go. It's yeah. so crazy.
0: It's like it's this is crazy, but you know she's she's really doing it and she's really doing it. I mean, hey, at the end of the day, you have a blue check mark, then they're like, "No, you're a real person. You're a real person."
1: Can't even. When people are like, nobody says anything to me about that, but then they'll be like, "Oh, I saw you with your mom. Tell her I said hello." And I'm like, "Okay, I will, Juanita. Thank you." Like like <laughs> I'm dead it's just there's like they just th- being with your family like truly humbles you. Oh yeah, no, no, I,
0: I, I cry more when I'm around my family than I ever do at any point, just because I have immediately regressed back to being like the youngest, the baby, just and then like it's I'm crying and my mom is like, shut the fuck up. I mean, not really, but my mom is just like, why what do you cry? What are you crying? Why are you
1: crying for? Like my when people comment, I wish you were my sister. I wish you were my big sister, and I look at my siblings. I'm like huh huh and um my brother my sister like sure like they want to show up to school at 7 a.m like Marlboro right Marlboro light yeah
0: no 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 like you're welcome you went no teenage teenagers on the internet definitely think I'm cooler than my own
1: nieces do god I don't think I'm a cool girl at all so I I
0: I definitely think I'm cool and I'll let anyone know that
1: I'm a cool bitch is what I'm going to start telling people. I'm a Zoe Kravitz cool bitch.
0: You know, I met her at a party and uh, I just feel like you, that's the thing. I told my nieces this and they did not care. I will, things will happen to me in my life that I think are cool. And I immediately want to tell my nieces because I'm like, you'll care. And they don't care. They don't care at all in any way. Oh. But let me tell you,
1: she is so beautiful. She is I've, so beautiful. I've been on a red carpet with her. She's in, in, She's so her tiny. Her face is molded by the Lord himself. Yeah. That, ch- that cheekbone,
0: mm-hmm. the skin, skin. the skin.
1: Yo, she is. And she's so like, Um, there are some people that like, they you walk, they walk into a room and you know the energy's shifted. And she's one of those. She's That's one of those.
0: also how I feel about Bella Hadid. Number one, have you ever met her in person?
1: No, but she's DM'd me. She's so sweet. She DMs me all the time. I love her.
0: She's the sweetest human being ever, but I just... You're so sweet. When you meet her, I want you to think of me when I tell you what I'm about to tell you. I'll Facetime you. Her skin is butter, uh, otherworldly. It's 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 angel skin. Just it's luminous is not like you can't. I've never seen anyone's skin look like that in my life. Like it can't just be makeup. It's not makeup. It's like she has like a light within her.
1: Okay, next time you see me, I'm gonna be. Oh my god, I'm like obsessing now i need I need the nose to get right i got I look like a strawberry right now up close. I got Please. the under eye bags and the little bumpies. I gotta get it together and i'm gonna, I'm gonna get the hood skin. No,
0: honestly, first of all, the red nose i've i i no amount of concealer will ever cover the redness on my nose, and that's that's just what my life is. but also I wouldn't recommend this for many people, but if you have the bumpies under your eyes, I can tell you how to lance them yourself.
1: No, 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 don't no, don't tell me not do that. I'm not the one. I'm not the one.
0: Okay. No, okay. No, no, no. You know don't what? Do- and that's and that's important, Teffy, that you know that about yourself, that you're not the one. And you, you okay. know what? You should not get a needle and then sanitize it and then make a small incision
1: in your face. Oh my God. Yeah, no. That would be on the Daily Mail. Influencer gouges. Oh my God.
0: Influencer stabs self in eye. Um, okay, i I do want to keep talking to you, but I'm sure you probably have things to I do, do have to yes, you to. probably definitely have things to do. So where can people find you online? where plug all the
1: things? Just on Hello Teffy on Instagram and TikTok and the Twitters and
0: in your dreams in in your dreams, guys, and I'm gonna have it in the episode description. and as always, you can go um to the Arab American Psycho Instagram account where you will see a beautiful photo of teffy and maybe even a creepy video of her and her cat snuggling i don't know oh my god maybe (laughs) um and as always you can follow me on instagram where you know quite frankly i'm just complaining about things so if you like that you should do that and um yeah don't forget to floss your teeth wear your sunscreen don't be a fucking asshole and i will talk to you guys next sunday